Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> hey, fuckers. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's Guys We Fucked, the anti-slut-shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. It's my birthday, bitch. I was just going to be like, it's your birthday. Oh, happy birthday to me. Christina Hutchinson, it's your birthday. I'm 28 years old, and I feel like I'm 14. I was gonna say, I was like, how old do you feel? Nah. I feel pretty young. <laughs> I feel very young. I feel like I'm gonna be 10 forever. Wow. Okay. I'm a girl Peter Pan. That must be weird when you get fucked. <laughs> well, I'm not 10 when I get fucked. When I get fucked, I'm 28, yo. I fuck like a 28-year-old. Thank God speaking for Steven. Of, speaking of getting fucked. Yes. Oh, man. Valentine's Day was great. You had some so much sex. <laughs> well, sex. So Stephen got me a sex toy. Okay. And he got me, I don't know what it's called. It's a Lilo, which I love. I thought you were going to say it's illegal. And I was like, well, then maybe you shouldn't talk about it here. He got me mess. <laughs> um, and it's the one where it looks like a U mm-hmm. and it's a remote. It has a remote. Mm-hmm. You stick one end up your vagina, mm-hmm. and the and then uh, the vibrating part is against your clitoris, mm-hmm. and you can control it on the actual toy. And then there's a remote. So I'm like, wait, so we can like be out in public, and you can like turn this on, and no one will know. Uh, Dope. No. We haven't done that, but uh, right. and you can use it while you're having sex. So that's inside of you, and the penis is inside of you. Oh, and so was, it's little. It's tiny. Yeah, okay. the part that goes in your up your vagina is is tiny Uh it's very slim that didn't so i was like oh my god i'm so excited and then we that we didn't use it i don't think we use it until the next day because our roommate was home Mm -hmm. i was like fine i guess you not. you have sex when your roommate's home though right we do but she's never heard us have sex which i'm like that's fucked up we need to step it up um but i mean like don't you i mean when when i purposely try to be more quiet when i know someone's home i do too out of respect but i mean three years never once heard us have sex Maybe she doesn't. She's hard of hearing. Maybe we need to have harder sex. That's my solution. <laughs> she's been to a lot of concerts. Maybe they. they <laughs> That's true. Maybe her ears aren't <laughs> what they should be. That's true. Maybe. <laughs> um, but I was so excited to try it. So I was like, oh, let's. I want to stay. We'll watch TV on the couch. And I want to put this in me, this mm-hmm. toy. And then you have the remote. And it's kind of like foreplay. Mm-hmm. And we did it. And I was like, this is the shit. Because it didn't make me come, but it made me very close. And it just, it's, it's, it wasn't like up un, against me enough to make me come. Would but the, it was, was the anticipation killing you though? Killing me. Because I would, I would just be on, like, I would be like just jumping around. <laughs> like, I would like, like, you know, goddamn like pogo stick. Like getting shocked. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would be nervous. I would be like an well, electric fence dog. <laughs> I would truly be I can't handle stuff like that (laughs) no I that's and I usually can't either because I'm very impatient so this was like a tool to help me fucking con the fuck down and allow foreplay to happen okay holy shit dude we tried to uh, put his penis in me while the toy was in and Uh that didn't quite work well something it can't get lost in you can it it's not that small can't get lost in me but it just it was just ramming and eh, whatever so I took it out but uh, but then I I had a, we had sex and then I took a, the Hitachi out 
the magic mm-hmm, wand. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, let's just use this because I like the vibration while I'm having sex. It feels really good. Uh-huh. But because that toy made me like build it, just build up the foreplay so much. Right. When I came, I like had a minor panic attack. Good. And that happened the first couple times that I came with Steven because he was the first one to make me squirt. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's weird. Have you ever had that when you've come? Like sometimes kind of a little I, bit of a panic attack? Uh, well, I don't, I, I don't think I've ever had a panic attack, but I, I certainly like have felt like I wanted to cry, but in a good way. Yeah, 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 sure. Sometimes it's I usually like a loss of control. I'm or just like, put my hand up and I'm just like, <gasps> give me a moment. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Just don't touch me. Just give me a fucking second. Just give me a fucking second. Go to the bathroom. Please go to the bathroom. Don't look at me. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, because it's not like I mean, I look. I I cry over how much I love Stephen a lot, but it wasn't that. It was right, right, right. It right. was just an overwhelming like, holy Christ. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, 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 Good yeah. Stuff, guys. Go buy that toy. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. That was awesome. Huh. It was just the best. Huh. Wow. Well, how was your Valentine's Day? Um, well, I uh worked at a spa and watched uh other lovers make out in front of me. So it was great. So that was repulsive. <laughs> There's something that happens that in my vagina when I watch two other people make out that Same. is just fu- it's not I don't like good. It. Yep. It grosses me out. It, it makes yep. me feel uncomfortable. I saw two teenagers sitting uh, kissing on the subway the other day and I almost asked them to stop because <laughs> it made my vagina feel so bad. Isn't that weird? And I hate overhearing people have sex. That's oh. why I'm so quiet when I know somebody else is in the room or, or in the apartment because yeah. I would never want to do that to a person. Yeah. But as much as I love sex, I don't want to hear overhear you having sex. Yeah, it's like I love sex so much but then I was like, well, I also love eating so much but I fucking hate watching other people eat. So it's like I like to eat. Oh, I, it's really? Just thing, I like to do these things alone. So I did that uh, and then I uh, did some shows and then uh, a gentleman came over and I was like, well, well, this was the night before Valentine's Day. He came over and uh, it was like the clock was about to strike midnight and I was like, this is great. He asked me to come over he obviously has flowers or something, right? Like something I, nice. Think someone has a present. For I don't me. care if you got it from CVS. I'm from. I, I'm a middle you class gal from yeah. New Jersey. I'm fine. We all heard how I reacted to the to the, uh, to the pocket flowers <laughs> to the to the supermarket sushi story. I was my heart was thumping. Yeah. Uh, so he easy comes, to please. So he comes in. He comes in. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, give me ten minutes. And then he what? goes to take a shit. Oh. And takes he, a shit. And then he came into my bed. You know, I was like, you know. What happy Valentine's? If that shit was 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 started, if that if the shit followed giving me even supermarket flowers, I would have been so fucking happy. I would, you know what? I'm like, you need help wiping your butt? I'll do that for you. My feelings for you are so strong. And then and then I had a and then I had a big a mattress uh, in a box. As I know, you also had a mattress. I do have a mattress in a box. We'll talk about that in a couple episodes. (laughs) Foreshadowing. And um, and then he was like, "What's this big box?" And I was like, "This is the mattress I told you about." And then he was like, "Why is it still in the box?" And I was like, "Well, you told me you were coming over, so I was hoping that you could help me because it's easier to take a mattress out of a box when you're two people, especially when the other person is pretty big." And he uh, laughed. He laughed. He laughed. Wait, what? At the, at the mere concept of helping me, which would have it would have taken ten minutes. I could and I could do it by myself, but I was just like, it'll just be easier. Yeah, and I won't knock things down. Wait, he got all diva about. So then, oh hell, I no. was real mad. Yeah, get that finger out, girl. Take those <clears throat> earrings out. I was real mad. I took out my hoop earrings. Take out those fucking earrings. And I said, this is how we do Valentine's Day, 2016. Tell oh, them how you do Valentine's Day. So, <laughs> no. So then I was in a bad mood all, all the whole night, and he was like asking me, "This is February 13th." He's like, what's wrong? Yeah, he's like. Well, 
Why are you in a bad oh, mood? Christ. And I was just texting my other friend, a play-by-play, our mutual friend. <laughs> And then I got up for work the next day on Valentine's Day, and I put on some stuff, and he was like, you look really nice. And I was like, yeah, this is how I look. Nice. <laughs> Whoa, Corinne. <laughs> Whoa, Corinne. And then I, I mean, I don't think I actually said it, but that's what I definitely- That's great, what I was project, and then, and then I, um- and then I and I and I left and, and in my head I thought that fucking mattress <laughs> isn't out when I get home oh it is over and okay. guess what what when I came home yeah that mattress was out yay he knew he knew he going to get in trouble I didn't say it with my words yeah but, but I you, said it with my eyes you said it with your feelings yeah and that's right and then fucking <laughs> there was a it was laid out the other mattress was up the box was deconstructed that's I said, good man good man you. thank you that's, good man that wasn't so hard was go look, it look, go look it out I hope you didn't break a nail <laughs> asshole hope that hope that was okay <laughs> Because I was so nervous going home because I was just like, I don't want to break up or whatever. But I was like, shit needs to get done. <laughs> I'd really like to see you again, but God damn it, if that mattress is still in the box. How many times can you come home to your dog having piss on the floor but before you reprimand him? <laughs> you know what I mean. Absolutely. You train, train. Oh, sh- come see us live, guys. Um, tonight... Is my birthday show at Glamour Puss at 7.30. Mm-hmm. Um, we sold out a while ago. We might have some bar tickets. Don't come to that. It's going to be too packed. Um, <laughs> but if you did get tickets, they'll come early. <laughs> we kind of oversold it. Not oversold it, but it's it's going to be good. But get there for a good seat. Um, the show goes until about 9.30. And then we're going to have a birth. I'm going to have a party at Fat Black Pussycat in the West Village. So if you want to come to that. That's where we'll be. Yeah, Fat Black Pussycat. We're running out the back room. So, yeah. And then on Thursday, um, the date that I didn't put on here, Thursday <laughs> is the the this coming Thursday. <laughs> Shit. God damn it. I'm so bad at promoting myself. Wait, 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 wait. wait What's wait, the wait. date? So, wait. Th- Thursday, the 25th of February? Yeah. Okay. At 10 p.m., I'm okay. going to be at the cutting room. <laughs> So I, tickets are $15 in advance, $20 day of the show, and there's a drink minimum. Uh, you should come, because that was a great promo. All right, so that means that we went out of order then. Okay. Oh, so. shit. Oh, I put them in the wrong order. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so then on Tuesday, February 23rd, me, Corinne, I'm going to be at Eastville Comedy Club at 8.30 p.m. That's a really fun show. I'm co-headlining with Mike Racine, who's also been on the podcast. So we get to see you do a long set. Yes, yeah, so it's a long set, and the tickets are free, free if you just let people know that you're coming in advance. You have to email we like to brunch all spelled out at gmail.com. Free tickets, and that club is all ages. Saturday, February 27th, we're doing a TED Talk Woo! at uh, in North Car- University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill. So we found out tickets are actually first come, first serve. We we tweeted it out if you wanted VIP tickets, but that uh, too many people tweeted, so we that's closed now. But the tickets are free. If you go to TEDxUNC.com, it'll give you all the information about wh- where the talk is and exactly what time. But if you just show up that day before the conference starts and you get there early, you can get a seat. Yeah. So it's 1,400 people can fit in that auditorium. So odds are you'll get a seat and then you can tell us cool things to do afterwards and also if anyone has any places where we could do a comedy show yeah like do you have a big house can we do a comedy show at your house we would love that yeah no joke um Um, yeah seriously then on wednesday march 9th at 9 p.m the next installment of the comedian project happens at the standing room in long island city super easy to get to you just take the seven train from manhattan to vernon jackson it's five dollars with the code sex and that's the show where we don't do jokes about relationships 
dating uh, or, or sex. Sex. I was like, what's the other thing? <laughs> what's the other thing? You know the thing that this podcast is all about. Hey, are you in Albany? Sorry. Sorry about that, number one. <laughs> number two, Wednesday, March 16th, we're both going to be at Funny Bone at 7.30 in Albany uh, for a show. It's called Chicks Are Funny. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, and it's $10. you got to be 21 and up. But you should come to that because it's going to be fun. Yeah, and as we said, we're just not going to go there again. So this is yeah, your, your one, one shot. <laughs> Unless we get another Text Wars gig. But <laughs> me thinks uh, we can decline those now. Um, oh, no, no, no. We, Knock on wood. Uh, no, Ryan and Jimmy, we would still do them. Um, <laughs> no, also, I'm just, you know, I'm constantly uh, thinking that we're going to wake up failures. Oh, uh, we might. The Corinne Fisher way. Bad a girl. We need we need the negative one. Um, also, this episode of Guys We Fucked is sponsored by Rabble. Rabble.tv. And if you don't know what it is, it's basically a live podcasting platform where comedians or podcasters, they can... To do a live podcast over an event, a sporting event, a TV show. So Corinne and I have this vlog series that we've been doing called Girls on Girls, where we'll watch the show Girls on HBO, and then we'll vlog about it. But now, uh, on February 21st, which is this coming Sunday, it's in two days, the Girls premiere on HBO is at 10 o'clock. At 10.30, Corinne and I are going to be doing a live rabble about what the fuck we thought about the show. And we have a lot of... <laughs> apparently, Marnie's, Marnie's getting married to that hot guy. Wait, the hot guy who left the show? Yeah, I think so. Or Someone's the other, or the other guy. I'm oh, so confused. Shit. The guy who guy? plays guitar with her? Yeah, that guy. Oh, didn't I think... he like go off on a boat or some shit? Oh yeah. Oh my oh, god. That's god. A, that's a, a bad choice. Desi I have a lot to say about that. Yeah, idiot. Desi. No, I thought you meant the guy who left like after oh, one of the no, earlier seasons. He was like I, so like, hot. Masturbated Charlie. to him for like twelve. I'm really years. excited to do this because after girls, I always wish that I like had a friend to talk to about girls. Yeah, <laughs> and Rabble. So you can get an account. You can start an account on Rabble TV. It's completely free. The advantage to having an account is you can actually interact with us via chat room while we're talking. So you can hear us live. It's going to be really fun. 10.30 p.m. this coming Sunday, February 24th, uh, 21st, rabble.tv. And the hashtag for that is GWFRabble. Yeah. You can also download the app if you don't want to go to a web browser. Yay, yay, yay. Let's read some emails. Let's read some We've gotten emails. some good ones, man. Yeah. Good emails. Sorry about last night show at gmail.com if you want to email us telling us you know, about your weird thing or how much you think we suck or how much you like us. Yeah, I would prefer more about you. I don't really yeah. need feedback tell us, tell on me, you. but that's why we created this so I can learn for myself, but I appreciate it nonetheless. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, so this one is called uh, I Fucked My Mom's Ex-Boyfriend and I said... <gasps> Oh, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> like most people who write, I want two things. One, to express my love for you gals and for the Stop. show. I love you gals on the show. And other being your opinion. I am an 18-year-old senior in high school. I'm very sexual and taking a liking uh, in older men. 24 to 30, she put in parentheses. Aww. You know, older guys. Uh, I am also a stoner, which I learned from my mom, who sadly has to be a part of the equation. My mom oh, and her ex-boyfriend... Travis. <laughs> they met when I was in fifth grade. Originally, they were roommates, and eventually they started dating. He always liked me a lot. I was definitely his favorite out of my sisters, and that's Ugh, something that's you don't weird. necessarily want from your mom's boyfriend. Uh, he was never sexually weird to me as a kid in the house. He and Good. Mom, <laughs> he and mom broke up in years past. He and my mom stayed, quote, friends, meaning he sells pot and she buys it from him. They eventually started hanging out again, and I started smoking pot. He invented a new device to smoke out of that the, the sign of a true hero uh, I went to his shop to try it it's a business 
and pot business, but a business. So he locked the door when we smoked. He did not rape me. Again, great. Great. Uh, and I want to make that clear. But it makes me uncomfortable having to ask his permission if I want to leave. As it should. Very true. Uh, as we were smoking, he started rubbing my back. It felt really good, so of course I let him do it. Then he just started rubbing me other places. I didn't want to be doing these things with him. Uh, it just particularly felt good. Physically good. In the back of my mind, I was thinking that he's a creeper and about my mom and wondering if he's wanted me since I was young. I was feeling gross about it, but I was horny, so I let him start to fuck me. Everything went downhill from there. His dick is really small, but that's not why it was terrible. My pussy was so dry, and I literally cried while he was fucking me, Mm. and he was so into it, he didn't notice. Mm. I remember hearing him and my mom fuck and thinking that he was making the same noises. I honestly felt sick after and never wanted to talk to him again. I felt crippled by how horny I was. I didn't want to do stuff with him, but it just physically felt so good. Is it disgusting that I slept with someone my mom did? I also have been hanging out with him and letting him get me off not having sex because I feel wrong telling him no. He's so nice to me and so obsessed with me and I let him on. How do I lead someone to believe that something is okay and then tell them it's not? I really am not comfortable with it though. I just kind of freeze when the situation arises and let him touch me here are a couple more questions should i tell my mom is this like incest is he a pedophile he punished me and made my chore chart i mean that was like in the past so i hope not still yeah uh, and then is this gross well i like the follow i like the questions that you really need to answer at the end yeah that was good um i don't think he's a pedophile i don't either um i think here you the guy could be he could have a condom on his penis and you could be naked spread eagle on the bed and he could be one millimeter away from your vagina. And if you decide that you do not want to have sex with him, right. you do not have sex with him. You yeah. say, I do not want to have sex with you. Right. And there's not a you can say no. Right. I, we really want to encourage everybody <laughs> to say no when they feel no. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I think the interesting thing about this is that I think she there was, there was a lot of confusion with like just like your you know my mind's telling me no but my body's right. telling me yes to, you know to and quote R. Kelly. Right. Uh, but it's <laughs> it's true though cuz I think I've I don't know about you but I've many times been in a situation with someone who like I would have, would have vowed never to do anything physical with and then they just start doing something that just and the tingles fucking good and, and it's, it's not so even so basic. Yeah, and it's not even vagina. I'm not even talking about no. vagina tingles. I'm talking about like a soft touch where yeah. you're in a trance. It feels I completely understand good. that. I don't think you're gross for for sleeping with him. Yeah, and I also think sometimes, you know, as long as you're not doing anything that's unsafe or immoral, I think sometimes we're so hard on ourselves for kind of giving in to these worldly pleasures, like right. just a pure physical feeling. Like, it's okay. I think, I think the problem here doesn't lie in the first time that you did something with him because, you know what, you were caught up in the moment and that's whatever. Like, it's, it's you know, yes, he did have sex with your mom. And like, I think we're like, we get obsessed with that in our heads. And like, I guess in theory, it's kind of gross, but it's gross because we make it I, gross. Yeah, I don't think it's gross. Like, kid, like, like, kid, like kids never want to know about their parents having sex. It would only be gross, like, to me. It's not gross, period. It's just gross to you as the child of your mom, I think, if that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Because I, 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 
I, I and I do, <clears throat> when I was eighteen, I loved older men. I still do. My boyfriend's nine years older than me. Right. I would have fucking. I masturbated to the thought of a thirty-year-old right. touching me. And it's naughty. Uh, and he yeah, the door. It's kind of. It's like it's bad. It's like, and it's like, yeah. I mean, no. no I mean. Yeah, the locking the door was weird. I mean, I think that was more related to like him not getting in, like in, in trouble, in legal trouble for the pot. But he's obsessed with you. That's yeah. weird. And you you, showed, you sent us pictures of yourself. You're super cute. Well, I mean, he looks obs- young as fuck. Yeah, he's probably obsessed with you because you're you're probably like way better looking than him and younger and like you're who, an 18 year old, yeah. like beautiful, perfect body. Yeah, he hit the jackpot. I mean, yeah. But if you were grossed out by him, yeah, yeah, you can say no. Like. You didn't, you're not necessarily leading him on. You were okay with it to the point where you didn't say stop. And then if you don't want this to continue, you just right. say, you know what? I, I'm, I, I thought about it and I don't want to do this with you anymore. Yeah. And it's also like, how That's many it. times have you had sex with someone one time? And like, yeah, the one time was fun, but you're like, I don't want necessarily want to do, do this again. There's no, like, there's no quota you have to hit once you have sex with someone once. Like, yeah. you can have sex with someone just once and it can even be good just once and you cannot want it to have, to happen again and there need not be any explanation yeah. like this is the thing you feel like you you're you're putting all this blame on yourself no no you you guys are both adults and he is a much more mature adult than you are uh just in age and life experience uh and yeah it's nice when someone's obsessed with you but you, you're not into it you got to stop and it's like you you have to stop hanging out with this person like for for your sake yeah just you, you gotta stop it's not because yeah sometimes you set up this like kind of like a format or something or like a protocol that happens when you and and whoever it else is hangs out like you know when I'm with this person I do this and sometimes separating yourself from the, what you do together means separating yourself from the actual human person yeah and yeah. that's the end of the story yeah so uh next time you see him if he tries to touch you just say yep yeah, no I'm we don't I don't want to do that anymore yeah oh and the last cool. question is it's, oh, it's definitely not like incest uh, at all because you're not fucking related um and then should I tell my mom I would say no no, no. doesn't need to know there's no need it's not going to make it and, and just think about the relationship that, between you and your mother is so much more important than anything that you have with this guy there's she doesn't need to know it's not going to go well nothing bad happened to you so you don't need, yeah you don't need her you're help. not in danger you're yeah you're fine yeah, you asked for help. You're good. You're good. Cool. <laughs> You're good, girl. You good? We good? <laughs> uh, next email. The subject line is, so I found this box of pussies. <laughs> okay, yeah, go on. Um, hey, ladies, love the podcast. I'm a girl. I'm not going to say her name just in case. I think it would be super fucking badass if you read my name. Oh, Lindsay. Her name's Lindsay. <laughs> I'm 27 years old and have been a faithful fucker since the beginning. Thank you, Lindsay. We love you. Uh, I've been in the re- uh, three relationships with men, always monogamous, and have had some fuck buddies in between since you, uh, since you guys started the podcast. So I feel like we've been through a lot together. Oh, we have. (laughs) Naturally, when I found this box of pussies in my current Bo's closet, I felt like I needed to talk to my two main hags about it. Uh, see the pictures attached. And there was pictures. They're fleshlights, but not in the case. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. it was amazing. And she says, what the actual fuck? My man and I have fairly open lines of communication about sex and sexuality. We've role played, licked each other's asses. He's tied me up. We choke. We watch porn together. I've let him smack my face. Granted, I'm sure there are still things that are private for both of us. We've been together for only six months. His secret is apparently a box of over half a dozen silicone pussies. They look like fleshlights. Uh, I would never want to shame him for having these and don't uh, don't 
want him to know I snooped. I mean, barely. The box of bits is right inside his closet. But I have to know the story. Is it a big practical joke old frat boys played? Is it from his single days? Does he still dip his dick in these? I'm anxious to hear what you guys would do in this situation. Peace. Okay, Lindsay. As somebody who's found a pussy uh, in my boyfriend's closet of his ex-girlfriend's vagina, that's a little different situation. It's like if he found your drawer of dildos. Those are his sex. Those it might be a prank, but it might be his private sex toys. Like I don't. When I first started, da- when I first start dating somebody, I'm not gonna be like, so here's my drawer of drawer of sex toys. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that to myself. Yeah. Even no matter how kinky our relationship is, those are his. Unless they're a prank thing, which I, they might be, but if I had a dick, I would completely stick it in a fucking flashlight. I'll that sounds everything. amazing. Let it go. Do not bring it up. That's his thing. Those are his pussies that he probably fucks. Yeah. And it probably feels great because he fucks them on his own time. And if he wanted to incorporate them in your sex life, he would have done that. And if he does in the future, he'll say something. So I would not... It's so so many women have vibrators in their drawer. To me, I read this email. I'm like, it's the same fucking thing. It's it's just it seems like the same thing. So don't I wouldn't bring it up because snooping. Yeah, because I was like, hey, just, I, was, I was looking for the wording in this letter, and it's like just like how I'm like she just said I found this box of pussies. It's like, did I you just, really just find it? I just stumbled across this box of pussies. Yeah. There's no and there's no way to be like. So I found this. Uh, Box of pussies in your closet. Right. I would, I would feel so like Snoop. Yeah, yeah, I would. And Don't it's bring like it up. One of, that's like one of the main one of my main relationship rules is just like it's the same as like you, where you don't ask questions that you don't want the answer to. Don't look for something if you don't want to find something. Exactly. Like it's your personal space. You your should, life will be easier. You got to have enough. After three years, you should just have enough trust for someone that well, if there six was, months they've um, been together. Oh, she's been in relationships on and off. Oh, in three relationships. Past, sorry. Yeah. I mean, even you know, even in six months, you should be. Uh, you should be uh, trust the person enough yeah. that if there was a reason that he needed to tell you he has a box of pussies, he would have told you by now. Yeah, and it's completely healthy to have a box of pussies. Yeah, it's totally in fine. your closet. Like, I mean, if it was a box of real chopped off woman's pussies, then then we I'd be to, like, maybe that's a red flag, and you need to contact the cops. The cops. <laughs> yeah, same page on that one. All right, so yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Thumbs up. Uh, and then the last email, uh, two vaginas, one girl. This one, we, I just fucking had to read it because it was so fascinating. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I love your podcast. Blah, 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 blah. We're obnoxious. You're We're obnoxious. We're so great. But in a fun way. No, shut up. Stop it. I love um, you. So she goes, so I'm not sure if you two have covered the topic of ladies who have two vaginas, also known as uterus didelphus. Uh, it was semi-big in the news a few years ago. Mm, missed that. Um, <laughs> Where was I during that? <laughs> Women with this condition have a double uterus two cervixes Whoa. and sometimes two vaginas. Oh my god. Anyway, I have or had two vaginas and would like to tell you about my experience. Yes, please. I always knew that something was up down there. I remember being sex ed when I was in seventh grade and asking if it was possible for women to have two vaginas. The nurse awkwardly laughed at me. Oh, education helping us again. And said she didn't think so. And then in parentheses, she goes, bitch. Bitch. So I continued my life thinking that I just had a super large hymen or something uh, and that the barrier between the two sides of my vagina had to be broken by a penis. Obviously, sex ed failed me. So flash forward to my freshman year of college. I was a very promiscuous virgin. A guy and I were hooking up in a closet uh, at an off-campus frat house. Mm. He was very aggressive and actually ended up ripping part of my vaginal septum. There was so much blood. I thought that the day finally came and my hymen broke. Uh... 
Oh, yeah. I don't know what that sentence means. Um, After further inspection, it didn't. Oh, Uh, but there was definitely something wrong down there. Uh, A night of Googling suggested that I had uterus didelphus. I went to my gyno and told her I thought I had it. She told me she seriously doubted it, but would check anyway. Sure enough, I had uterine didelphus and she hadn't noticed it during my other exams. How do you fucking miss that? How the fuck? (laughs) She suggested I get surgery to reconstruct my vaginas into one so I could have more comfortable sex to and whatnot. Become one. <laughs> Keep in mind, I was still a virgin at this time. She told me that I shouldn't have sex until after the surgery, and like any responsible freshman in college, I decided to fuck frat boys. <laughs> I wanted to lose my virginity before the surgery so I could know what it was like before and after. I like your methods. Yeah, uh, so for a couple of months, I fucked around with a couple of vaginas, and let me Whoa. tell you, no guys noticed. What? I definitely liked having sex more on my right vagina. Whenever a <gasps> penis would go in the left I would accidentally let the dick fall out and put it in the right strange stuff the day of my surgery finally came it wasn't as painful as I expected I did have complications but that's a whole nother story so now I have one vagina and it's fucking awesome I have some scar tissue inside but it's created this ribbed experience for the lucky penises that grace its present and guess what I have two G-spots. It's great. Uh, Anyway, I think that there needs to be more awareness for this condition. So young girls with uterine didelphus don't have to be confused as fuck about their vaginas for most of their lives. Love you too. Keep at it. Uh, That's amazing. That's fascinating. Oh, my God. I couldn't stop thinking about this. And then I I told my friend um, about this. And then he showed me a guy with two dicks. And I was like, (gasps) what What? next? And I was like, I don't believe you. And then you showed me the picture. Wait, I want to look up pictures of two vaginas. This is Because I imagine like you... You take away the the wall between the two vaginas, and then it's one vagina. It probably me- like just looks like a, someone who's very meatier lippy. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. that's maybe like why people couldn't tell because I guess like with the flappage up there, right. you can't necessarily tell. Wow, that's fucking fascinating. That's so though. fascinating. Yeah, and Damn. I love and I just love that you kind of had the forward thinking to like be like, hey, this isn't like normal, like and just be like, just keep saying this isn't normal until someone helps. Until you. Uh, five nurses later, yeah, someone takes. That's it seriously. how America works. <laughs> Just keep America. telling people you need help until You're someone finally lying. fucking helps you. <laughs> oh, you guys, before we bring on our guest, we want to continue our thank yous to the brawlers who had donated to our generosity campaign. Because we read a couple names two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do this in chunks. Okay? Because if you didn't hear your name read, that's because there's still more names to read. Right. And these are people who donated to our generosity campaign and we thank you so much. The bonus episode is coming out very shortly if you haven't gotten it already and all the other cool stuff. Um, but to you, Tobias Alt, thank you. <laughs> Mary Beth Mooney, you're special. You've been on the podcast. Thank you so much. William Maury, you shouldn't have. Catherine Snedeker, I wish it was Diker, but I'm not sure how to pronounce it, so it's Snedeker. <laughs> Rebecca Allison, I love you. <laughs> Cameron Gardner, you sound like you could be British. Evan Gusto, get your finger out of my ass. <laughs> Andrea Escobar, why are you going down on everybody? <laughs> David Timberline, you slut. <laughs> Dylan Pennell, it's okay. I like dogs a lot too. <laughs> oh, fun little, little exercise. <laughs> oh man, our guest. Oh, we covered a lot. There's yeah, a lot of, this guest has a lot of firsts. Yeah, um, a young divorce. Yeah, a meth. <laughs> yeah, uh, engaged a couple times. Yeah, 
and uh, depression, which is not a first. Right. Um, and a bunch of other shit that yeah. we haven't that we haven't gotten a chance to talk about on this podcast. I'm really excited. She's this one is of our a one-stop shop for issues. She's the best. She's yeah. a comedian. She's so fucking funny. Hilarious. We love her. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to Miss Justy Just Dodge. Here comes the rain again. Falling on my head like a memory. Falling on my head like a new emotion. Talk like lovers do Wanna dive into your ocean Is it raining with you? So baby, talk to me Like lovers do Walk with me Like lovers do Talk to me It's like I'm, I like him, but never you do. Just kidding. Um, hey guys, we're here with Jesse Dodd. Yes, comedian extraordinaire. Hi, hi, Jesse. Is that how you're gonna I'm, adju- I'm adjusting my seat and my legs between the. There, there. Yeah, <laughs> get that mic stand in between that legs. Yeah. Oh my goodness. How was your Valentine's Day? Oh my Valentine's. Are you like fuck Valentine's Day? I am. I'm a. I'm not a. I think it's a stupid holiday because I. I feel like I should be celebrated every day of the year. Oh, you know okay. what I mean. Yeah. I, I also think it's just dumb. I know it's a commercial holiday that you know. Yeah. You hike. People hike it up so you could buy shit. I just. I. I think like is dumb in the sense of like, you know, you have to go out and make this elaborate day right. of the person you're with and then you know if you're single you're sad and then if you're with somebody there's so expectations yeah I just like love though I like a reason to like be lovey even if I have, it's just for, towards my friends yeah me too behind closed doors I don't like <laughs> I know to sit, you know grow, grow up I feel like you're a real <laughs> snuggle bunny behind closed doors I do snuggle so bunny I've slept with you I, yeah we've shared a bed uh-huh. technically you know yeah Girls that's why I've slept with. that's why you're on the podcast you know you that's what I told her when we were sharing the bed I'm like technically now we have at a comedy festival yeah nothing's more romantic. Well, it was because we had a balcony and I was like, I'm sleeping with you. Right. Yeah. Because you, you smoke. Smoke, <laughs> smoke cigarettes anytime oh, we right, want. Right, right. That was the whole thing. Of course. Smoking. Maybe, you know what? I'm going to start taking up smoking because smokers always do get the balcony. Yeah. I, maybe I'd like a balcony. I mean, we took NyQuil one <laughs> night. There was a lot skin. going on. Oh, yeah. I was trying to go to bed to not hear other people. Well, I didn't know they were going to start fucking, but I'm glad I oh, that was took, rough. I took NyQuil and put Sadly, I know this. earplugs <laughs> in and then you heard two people having sex. I did and it was weird. And you, I think, didn't you try to wake me up? But I was like, out. Yeah, you were out because, you know, we were drinking the night. Well, it wasn't like, you know, measurements. We're right. Taking, you know, whatever. Right, right, right. But yeah. But my, my, this year was fun uh, for Valentine's Day. I was, I've, I haven't been single, I don't think, on a Valentine's Day in the last like 10 years. You okay. Know, I've either been married or I have a boyfriend or a couple. You know, there. married boyfriend, one of the two. Have or someone both. there. I'm always living with a man. Um, but oh boy, we gotta we, dive into that. We, you know, uh, we were having sex because we're lovers, and uh, lovers not because it was Valentine's Day. Yeah, no, I, we we know you have you sex know, other times. I do, and it's it's lovely. My boyfriend has a fantastic penis. Uh, but oh, great. It, yeah, I mean, I won't be with him if he didn't. You know, <laughs> why would you why would you do that to yourself? But <laughs> we, it's just silly. You know, I'm not old enough to just love someone for the personality. Uh, <laughs> it started, you know, normal in uh, the bed, and then you know we move around. We've got a. I am not gonna give you too many details, but I'll oh, give you the give ones all the details the you ones want. that matter we ended up in the bathroom for convenience because i always shower after uh and I, after sex yeah because you wash away your sins i wash away my sins Real? wait 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 wait. Why do you, you shower take me sex? as someone who showers i mean to be honest that often but i shower all the time i just keep a shirt on sometimes because sometimes just the bottom needs to be washed you know i don't think there's anything wrong with 
I, so wait, why do you feel the need to wash wash your pussy out though? I, I think I mean to, sometimes it just reeks. But really, I, I mean, remember uh, when we were at that meeting in LA, and you're like, I got a shower. My pussy, my pussy doesn't stink. Smells. I'd like, yeah, but I mean, that wasn't sex related. That was my own toxins. <laughs> I've, I was that's been why like I that. do it. My shrink thinks because maybe not to get too you know personal, but he thinks something happened when I was younger, possibly because I've always been like that. Really? really? Yeah. So but thinks, you don't remember it. Yeah, my memory's great in the sense of it blocks things out. Nothing. Then, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm like, because so many people email us saying that they were molested or raped, and and as a child, like so many, yeah. and I'm like, was I? And I just don't it makes know. You it's so common. Why wasn't I? Why wasn't I? Do you feel like left out? You're or like, maybe it's just shrinks like Jesse's walking around d- d- putting that seed in your head. I mean, everything like, else you probably happened. weren't, and then they're just feeding so you. So you keep seeing her. Wait, so why do you shower after <laughs> yeah. sex? I just, I mean, first off, just to, you know, just to wash it. I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a faucet. Things, things, I don't need lubrication. Oh, okay. I got a, I got a real good working puss. Do you uh, squirt? Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, tell me more. <laughs> what is it, Justy? In your opinion, is squirt is is it some kind of lady semen or is it? I think it's partially it pee? pee. I think it's a lot of pee. I mean, I don't I don't know because I don't like you know. Taste I've it. squirted before and it was clear liquid, unlike anything yeah, I've ever clear. seen. It's not like yellow. Did That's, you taste smell. it? No, I've never licked my own. I have. That's the first thing I would do. I, it tastes like it tastes like cum. It tastes like when a woman's vagina probably wet, a mixture, I think. and then some guy sticks your penis in your vagina and then he puts it in your mouth and you're like, oh yeah, that tastes similar. But I get very wet very easily. Like I'm yeah. very I'm blessed. I guess I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. I don't know what it is. I've just never had a problem. Can uh, you taste it and text me next time? I've tasted everything that's come out of my body except for poop. I mean, well, well good for you. Yeah, Thank good you. for you. That's weird and ex- exciting. <laughs> um, but that's kind of why I shower. So we were in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, I was finishing him off by jerking him off because I'm oh, you know, a lady and I like to be nostalgic. One hand or two hands? Just one this time. Wow, you jerked him off with one hand? Is that, is that crazy? Wait, wait, you do a two-hand jerk-off? Like at the same wait, time? Do we all do one hand? Yeah, yes. one hand's pretty yeah, I do two hands and you twist it and it's all nice. I'm not and... blowing you, I do that. But, yeah, you know. I do that if I'm blowing. I only do a one handed hand. Yeah, if I'm just getting I, it out. I, I switch off sometimes with my left if yeah. my right arm is tired. <laughs> right? Or if it. I just want to make sure my my left hand is not going to be left behind if there's some kind of a. I emergency. used to masturbate like that. I would go twice right hand, yeah. once left, back to right. Yeah. Mm. Really? Yeah. I, don't I know can't what jerk a guy off with one hand. Well, but I mean, why? you gotta work on that. Because I feel like it's just a poor man's hand job. A like, poor man's I, hand? I, because my, you know how, like, I can't paint, I can't paint my right hand with my left, like, with my fingernails. Well, you're right dominant. Right. That's what, but that's what it feels like, even if it's with my right hand or my left. You must have a lot of rhythm, though, because to keep everything yeah. Oh, insane, I do, baby. I feel like I well, would he just... was standing, too, so, like, to do two would be, like, me hunched over. Uh, right. You'd have been... to be on your knees. Yeah, and I wasn't. So, I was jerking him off to finish it, and... <laughs> Just and I knew he was about to come because there's that face and you oh, know yeah. the noise and all of a sudden the cat came in at the Ooh. wrong like just the wrong sec. I don't know why our cat or the right second. I mean I don't for Milo I don't know what it was. It's the weirdest cat. He comes in the bathroom all the time. He stays in there when you shower. I don't get it. And it was just you know things were already in motion. You couldn't stop it. And he like just got a back blizzard. So he got you. <gasps> you got semen on the cat. You got semen on the cat. Jizz, jizz got on the cat. Yeah. And he didn't seem to mind. He he left, you know, but he stayed long enough. To, it's moisturizing. It was very, it was funny. Uh, <laughs> my boyfriend didn't notice until I was laughing hysterically. And of course that invoked an insecurity in him. And he was like, why are you laughing? And I was like, you just sprayed the cat. He's like, no. And I was like, uh, yeah, no, yeah, you did. There's come all over our giant cat. Is it a male cat or a female cat? It's a male cat. So okay, that's, that's a, a little bit He's probably like, use I get it. Yeah. <laughs> that one, the other one, the other, there's two cats. I don't my boyfriend's like a woman. He's he was a single man with two cats. I don't. Oh wow! They're his 
is cats. Yeah, I don't have cats. Are you crazy? I can't keep a cat. But do you live together? Now we do, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought you did. Okay. So take us back. Take us back to the coming cat. Take us back before the cat coming. To the Midwest. To (laughs) when shit started getting real in your life. Because you have bipolar, right? And we were just talking about that because my mom's bipolar. Bipolar in the house. Very true. When did you realize that you were bipolar? I didn't realize. I mean, I I started. I didn't Someone know. was just like, "You're bipolar." I, I were, you were actually. born. They're like, "That kid's bipolar." They're like, "Something's wrong." You <laughs> smile and cry way too fast in the same, you know, five minutes. Uh, when I was eleven, I started cutting. I was a cutter. Okay. You were a cutter. I was a cutter, and yeah, just from there, I was diagnosed with. I mean, a bunch of different things, and then finally bipolar came up. You know, a couple of years later. Was it a trial and error of like, I think she has this. Yeah, uh, it was. Shit, nope, I think she has this. Well, that's, the that's funny what thing. usually they do. Yeah, I was eleven, which is ridiculous to like. I mean, obviously, if I'm cutting, you I was gonna say that's so young. Super young. It's super young, and I didn't. Yeah. I had never seen it anywhere, so I don't know what gave me the idea. Oh. It started with scratching, like I'd scratch my wrists mm-hmm. whenever I get upset. I remember the first time I did it, I got in a fight with my mom, and I was just so overwhelmed. Because I remember, like thinking back, it's like I was so young when I think about suicide and stuff. Like it's really mm-hmm. odd, but also at the same time, like. You're 11, 12, 13. You're going through... Your hormones are going yeah, berserk. Yeah, nuts. I tried to cut myself once when I was 11 because my parents said they were getting divorced mm-hmm. and I wanted to. De- I couldn't deal with it. Right. And I remember taking a razor and I put it up to my skin on my wrist and I was like, ow, well, this sucks. And you're I just an amateur, didn't do so it. You didn't do I was it. such an amateur cut. <laughs> that was the last time I ever tried because I was like, this hurts. Not, I don't like it. It's like a drug. Like You get a sense of release from it and yeah. it also is kind of like your emotional pain turns physical. Right. Like you can it channel makes it. a lot of sense yeah. to really break it down because... Yeah. When I finally figured out what it was, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Cut on, everybody. It's just Cut a on. taboo thing. I think right. it's become more, like, people talk about it more nowadays than right. they did, you know, back then. But, so, from then on, I just started, like, from 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, I was put into, like, psychiatric care. Did, so your mom saw your wrists? Eventually. Like, I mean, they started Wait, huh, seeing, what that? <laughs> it started, yeah, because I started using X-Acto, you know, knives Oof. and razors. Oof. I mean, did you ever have to, like, did you ever hit anything that you actually were in intense like medical a vein no. yeah no that's the th- that's the misconception too with cutters a lot of people think it's a suicide attempt and it's not right no no I know it's not but like, not you but a lot of people do yeah because I mean I think it's I think it's honestly great like Justy has scars all over her arms but I think it's great that you show people because it's like a very like, yeah I think it's not that you're going around like waving them in the air <laughs> but guys up? guys but over here people, please you know who who I, I've asked to look sure. and I think it's it's I'm, important well I'm open about it now especially being older like right. I mean I've had yeah. younger girls come up to me even on like the subway or something oh really yeah one girl I remember one year like yeah she was staring at me and I didn't know what she was staring at so it was kind of freaking me out a little bit because I was like what is this chick doing this bitch. I mean, have she you seen my see stand my yeah, yeah. that's where I go all the time she's <laughs> I was like, clearly. Always assume they're a fan. Yeah, stalkers. Like, I can't Fine. go anywhere. But she like came up to me and she like, she tapped me. I took my headphones out and she was like, I, I do that too. And I was like, you do what? Comedy? Like I was really confused. You were in a great place. Yeah. She showed me and hers were fresh. Like, so I was like. Oh, how old was she? I'd say maybe early 20s, okay. if not teens. I was really caught off though. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we got in the same train and I could tell she kind of felt embarrassed. And then I felt bad because I'm pretty open, but I was so caught off guard that then I went up to her 
with you know obviously uh my my card <laughs> with my hand, <laughs> my headshot all on it and i wrote my number on the back of it and i gave it to her and i just hugged her and she gave me a big Aww. hug and i was like if you ever need to talk to somebody yeah it was a cute moment that's sweet i mean she never reached out so <laughs> what a bitch i know <laughs> like i went all the way you know to that i know extreme. i was like you give a hug to a stranger that's huge for you I what feel. an insincere you know, you know. <laughs> That's nice. So, wow. so the it, it feels like the adren- is there an adrenaline rush to cutting? I think when I was younger, there may have been. I mean, also like my parents are insane because my dad was an uh, he's an electrician too. Mm-hmm. So there's just like this drawer in the garage that says razor blades, exacto <gasps> oh, right, knives. Right, 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 right. Uh, and I was right. like, you think maybe I don't know, you might get rid of that drawer <laughs> after he knew. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it was like, going on forever. She'll never. Right. Read that. Yeah, it won't come up, you know, you guys, whatever. Right. It was weird, but. That is weird. Well, how how did you uh, stop? Like, what made it stop? I mean, I still stop? I still have slips. It's like, obviously. Oh, really? In, yeah. I've been in therapy for years, obviously, since I was 11. I'm 29 now. But, yeah. Well, you know all the tricks to therapy then. That's a long time. No, that's why I dissect everybody and make them think I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you do sound when you talk about mental stuff. You like you, you have this gravitas when you talk about it. I'm like, you've had some good therapy. Some, I love some therapy. terrible. I love it too. I think everybody, despite if you cut yourself or not, I think you should <laughs> I think you should totally be in it. Because like, yeah. if you've been on this planet for whatever, how many plus years, like you're gonna be fucked up. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Yeah. That's just, you know, abandonment. People leave you. People die. It's just you're going to be a mess to some yeah. degree. Life's so, hard. Yeah, dude, it's exhausting. So when did you start having sex? <laughs> we'll jump right into that. <laughs> I didn't have sex. I, I think I had sex kind of late. I was well, late for, you know, our generation. 16, 17. That's not late. That's like, I think it is for our generation. I was 18. She was 18. Well, I co-host the Guys We Fucked podcast. Well, and now so look at possible. you. And now look at you. You know, <laughs> Fucking I mean, my you're getting it top. all in now. No. <laughs> I uh I've never had a one night stand though. Like I started having yeah me either. I mean I get it. I wish mm-hmm. I could. I just guess mentally because you know all this therapy. I just know myself so well. That's good though. You can call yeah. shots of like I don't think I would enjoy that. So you don't have those experiences that you're pretty sure you would not dig. Yeah, I've, I'm very uh I, I communicate very well. Like I think connected sex is really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So of course. when you feel something for that person. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> were you did you have a did you ever have a period where you were like bad at sex and you had to like get i, I imagine well 16 is still young to start yeah. having sex i was 15 uh-huh. but i was like i'm just gonna lay here and you're and gonna wiggle you right do until you get into like your mid to late 20s i don't yeah. think anyone's good yeah well i think i mean sometimes like if someone if someone's significantly older like in my sure. experience someone walked me through it basically yeah, I mean, it can work too. I mean, I was yeah. I was engaged, <laughs> obviously, uh, to a four, a guy who was fourteen years older than me when I was twenty two. Oh, that is not... that JF? No, that was Chris Laker. Oh, oh, oh! oh God, damn. I forgot about that engagement. Okay, I so mean, it... he was a great guy to me. Like he was right. great in the sense of like he was older, and that was the first guy. I, I was I was I had an abusive relationship in my teens. Oh, yeah. So it was how physically and emotionally, or both, one of yeah. the? Did he hate you? Yeah. But not as bad as like I say I say abusive and like lightly because it wasn't like I was getting like it was like shit cute out of me. Yeah, it was yeah. like I mean, any abuse should not be happening. No, in I'm not. I, I agree. I, no, I'm not clarifying it for you for the listener. Of course, it's about <laughs> me, guys. It has to be about me and how I feel. So wait, so I wanna, let's go. Okay, so the abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. What what did it creep up? Did the um, we met in rehab? I mean, there's oh. a good start. When did you go to rehab? You keep you keep tagging. Know, we sorry. keep asking questions, and then another question comes up based on your answer. Because of all the mental stuff, yeah, they decided to start 
piss testing me because they're like, oh, there's got to be something else because I had been on all these medications, been in all these psychiatric wards. And I was honest, honest to God, at this time I was just smoking pot. Yeah. So Which was, sometimes helps. Yeah. Depression. And I don't think that's a big fucking deal. Not, not at, at all. Deal. But it's, I got. Did they? Yes, they did. Really? So I got this. Got, Where was this? Where did you grow up? Northern Minnesota. Okay. It's really horrible. Um, <laughs> and obviously, what else are you going to do but drugs? Yeah. That's why. I, yeah. The Midwest has a, has a large drug problem for yeah, a reason. Yeah. It's cold and you can't do anything except, you know, get pregnant or do meth or both. Whatever. You do <laughs> Those are the things you do. Right. So. They started, yeah, they started uh, UAing me is what they call it. And then I came back with dirty ones, obviously. Yeah. So they put me in an outpatient program where I met my first boyfriend they there. They put you in rehab for weed? First off, it was outpatient. And then I got so many dirty UAs, they put me in inpatient. Exactly. Exactly. Holy fucking I, Christ. There was no reason. Like, maybe I took a couple pills here and there, but at the most, like, even my first day of the inpatient treatment, you have to do, like, a drug chart and say, like, everything you've done, how often you've done it. And nobody believed me. They're like... You guys, it was just weed. <laughs> okay. like, yeah, I don't believe. I'm like, yeah, because I shouldn't fucking be here. I shouldn't be in rehab for pot. That's, that's insane. That is yeah. ins- truly insane. That but would piss me off. I was not happy about it. I that's was like not. sending someone to rehab because they smoke cigarettes. Like, yeah, it's so silly. You take Tylenol PM. I can't check my life. It's like <laughs> what the fuck. But I need the Tylenol PM. So yeah, I think that Tyl- I think truly Tylenol PM can turn into a bigger problem than weed can. Yeah, yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure. I mean, I take a lot of Advil PM to sleep, and that's probably a bigger problem <laughs> yeah. than weed. No, I agree. With you. <laughs> you know? That's okay, fucking so you meet more. you meet uh this a boyfriend yeah. in rehab. And he was messed up too. I mean what that was his deal. This I mean he was a little more extreme. He would do he was like a garbage disposal, he would do anything. Any drug. Yeah. You know. <laughs> a little more extreme. And you were extreme. like you Of course I was like, You're <laughs> fucked up. I need to fucking be with you immediately. <laughs> Are you now now what attracts you to someone who is fucked up? <laughs> What about that? Because I, I understand I answer that. I wish I wish there was a real answer. To that I don't question. think there. Yeah, there is. I mean, well, for me, it's that I feel like I can save them. Sure, I do too. I mean, I give them. You know, I, every guy I've been with, I put in. You know, therapy. And then I, I put every guy you've been with in therapy. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that, is that your credit when you go on stage? Because it should be. It really should be. It's like I give you the self-esteem to leave me. Is what happens. I'm like, <laughs> now you're good. Now you can go off into the world and oh, be a better person. You create monsters. I do that a lot as well. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right. So how does this abuse happen with the rehab boyfriend? I mean, he was a messed up dude. He was always, yeah. you know, and this, I would, I would take it. I had no self-esteem. You know, I had eating uh, issues. I had, you know. Like what a, kind of eating issues? Anorexia. Oh, okay. Really bad, as every white, you know, teenage girl does. <laughs> I, I think they do. I think what? like the media. You don't but like how that? good did you look? I I know. I promise you, I, I have never <laughs> suffered from anorexia. Any suffered. any any eating issues? No. At all? Um, I was bulimic for <clears throat> maybe four months mm-hmm. after a, a boyfriend before Steven cheated on me. There you go. Yeah. Because I wanted control. Right. It's that's I what wanted it is. something it's to have control over. Control issue. Yeah, and it felt great to have control. You're a rarity then, Corinne, because like yeah, I when I'm depressed, I like can't eat, but it's not it's not like I'm withholding food for myself. That's, that's a really I think thing. that's really rare for girls nowadays in yeah. the last te- like especially like in the last decade because you just see too much with the media and shit like that where you're you're it's programmed in your brain yeah, it's bullshit. to be thin and like you're saying too that it's a control thing it really is it's, yeah. and it is yeah. kind of a form of self mutilation like oh, bulimia is like the most violent thing you can yeah. do well a therapist said to me once like imagine you doing that imagine yourself as a baby or as a toddler and you're like this pure innocent child imagine someone sticking their fingers down a toddler's yeah. throat like you are still that person mm-hmm. and this is what you're doing your, to yourself I'm like ooh yeah yeah, well, yeah you put it that way duck that's pretty fucked up that's, and I stopped. Yeah, it's mess. That's how I kind of got into meth, oddly enough. Ah, so oh, that brings issues. us into the mess. See, I'm tying it together, guys. Just got to get me 
on the rhythm here. Well, so so the moments leading up to doing meth. <laughs> Let's go through that. Well, I, the meth like was introduced to me by a friend who I had met uh, in the psych wards, a girl that we had kind of enabled each other a lot. Like, oh, these had, programs really have kind of they're really great. They're really helpful. You, <laughs> you went in of... for just weed and then you came out doing meth. Yeah. I mean, I loved I loved NA, Narcotics Anonymous, in Minnesota. It was great because it was like, I was so young and there was all these just biker guys who just like took care of me like a child. I was Aww. like, I want to go hang out and smoke cigarettes. That's this awesome. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these guys are coming to pick me up on Harleys. I don't know what my neighbors thought. I was just nice. like, this is the shit. I am, <laughs> I am the shit. And there that was, was like that moment too where I was like, maybe I should go back out for a couple of years and really do some hard stuff so I can come back in with stories. Like, we have some stories. You know. The comic was always inside you. Yeah. So the girl was like, yo, I got meth. She, she's like, this will help you lose weight. So we oh. started. Yeah, that's kind of how it started and it fed into that's that. That's a dramatic way I to mean, lose weight. I commit to everything were I do. You, okay? Were you significantly heavier than you are now? Like, yeah, I was a lot heavier. I wasn't really? like, I wasn't like fat, fat. Mm-hmm. Right. But in my mind, I was. I'd say I was, I mean, when I moved to New York, I, it kind of fell off too just because it's, I think you have to really commit to being fat here. Because oh, you have yeah. to walk yeah. around so much. I lo- I've lost like 40 pounds naturally just yeah. here. And like, just like, yeah, not having enough food. You're like, where do I go for cheap things? Yeah, and, and just going from like a Minnesota mentality to New York City. I mean, it's just a place where more healthy food is yeah, more readily available. Yeah, another thing is cheese in it here. It's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. seriously, even moving to Harlem, like me, I feel like would make made me gain weight because like there's just no, there was a while when I was like, you know, living up there and there was no vegetables, yeah. like not even shitting you. <laughs> they don't, like they don't it's exist. not. It was not. Yeah, they're food <laughs> deserts. It was. Yeah. It was. To- it was totally a food desert up there for a while. So, what was do meth like? Great. I mean, it's terrible. Like, no, 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 you to be honest yeah, about but, it. Yeah, but I heard it's, it's awesome. It's, it's like Coke times a thousand. So it's great at first, but it's just like that crash is just as bad. Like really? 10 times as bad. Yeah. It's like the most intense five hour energy you ever had. Yeah. And you just keep, I mean, I would be awake. The last, one of the last times I did it, I ended up in the hospital with 104.7 temperature. Oh, yeah. does meth give you a fever? What was it? It was just from not, it was dehydrated. Oh, I wasn't yeah. eating. It's so, fun heating up your body. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't uh, sleeping. Cooking those organs. <laughs> I know. That's really, yeah. This battery acid and Ooh. just poisons for yeah. days. Is that what it is? Is yeah. that what meth is? It's like a bunch of nasty shit. It's, it's just all chemicals, yeah, right? Yeah, it's disgusting. Damn. And I don't how- know how. I still have never had a cavity. Holy shit. Oh, wow. Riddle me that. Riddle me that. <laughs> well, I mean, how- battery, acid, uh, battery acid has no sugar in it. So, <laughs> But if you see it, like, right? I mean, you see any I of those before so. and after right. of meth, people have done meth, like their yeah, teeth, their teeth are, are fucked up. I don't think it's cavity, so I think it's just like eating away at the teeth. Yeah, and I smoked it. So I'm just oh, like, wow, how long did you do it for? I mean, off and on for a couple of years. Okay. You know? And That's... I only stopped really because my dealer disappeared. But <laughs> Did he die? I, I, there's a good chance. I mean, I don't look him up. If you're out there, Jim, right. whatever. Josh. Okay. Josh. Oh, no. sorry. So wait, so, I was close. Though. So God. truly the reason that you, I mean, did, were, initially that's weren't how I you got fiending? Into it. No, weren't you fiending for it, though, after you? Sure. And then, I couldn't find it. I mean, there was really? one other guy. This is funny, too, from the NA program who had also fallen off, who was helping me get it. <laughs> His name was John. So that's kind of like, yes. oh, yeah, <laughs> you're psychic. Yeah. So much psychic. for the anonymous part of NA. Yeah, I'm not saying the last name. This is in Minnesota. There's a million Johns. You know, <laughs> Bob or John. Could be anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's just you. That's true. Yeah, everyone would know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is, have you ever fucked on meth? Yeah. Is it dope? Nah, it's fine. I mean, I never, like, not like, you know, the first. I, I would imagine an upper and having sex. I mean, I don't know. I, I've never done a psychedelic or I'm just pot, Adderall, coke, what? Like, yeah. No, I'm not into it. But I imagine it would be too, like, I, the last thing I would want to do is fuck. A lot of guys can't come on it. 
Yeah. Coke, um, Coke dick is a thing, so meth dick is probably way worse. Yeah, it's probably just, you know, <laughs> it just stays hard. It's like Viagra. It just stays there. doesn't do anything. <laughs> I love having sex on a uh, pot. Oh, same. Like I, it makes you present. I just feel like it makes me present. Yeah, you're all like, this is, my senses are so heightened right yeah, now. And then yeah. I have a panic attack after. But <laughs> it's great while you're doing it. So the boyfriend who was abusive, when did that start? Uh, it was my when you were dating him. Yeah, like how long into how long into dating? A couple him months, I'd say. He started okay. kind of being mean. He, he was another one who would like tell me I was fat and kind of like uh, that kind of a thing. And you had low self esteem, so you were. And like, I was assaulted. I, so. I was assaulted in that process after I got out of rehab. I went to drink with a friend one night, and we had gotten because I was getting you get, uh, piss tested still after I got out of inpatient. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, if we drink, it'll be fine because mm-hmm. you know that would be out of my system before. Yeah. Um, and the guy who bought it for us, like, took advantage of the night. He didn't, like, fuck me, but, you know, he got close enough to, like, taking the clothes off, doing stuff to me, where my friend, like... Were you passed out? I was kind of... I was in and out of consciousness, because we Oh, had, God. But my friend had woken up and found him on top of me doing stuff and pushed him off. Oh, my God. So that kind of, like, also... So you avoided a rape. I avoided a rape, and then, you know, but it still messed me up to the point of, like, I did something wrong. Oh. And then, like, t- I told, and I obviously I admitted it, because I was, like freaked out yeah and then i got in more trouble and then i got kicked out of uh so wait you reported the, him for sexual assault and then you got i told my trouble. family and everybody you know and then mm-hmm. my book obviously because my family doesn't know how to uh i was handle things delicately they're just like what were you doing? it's your fault what were you doing so that's not you know great oh. um so i think i kind of just kind of went into a downward spiral there with that yeah. And then, yeah, then they kicked me out of uh, outpatient rehab again for the second time. Wow. <laughs> so then I was like, no, 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 but I want help now because I'm scared. What if something's really wrong? But then yeah. it wasn't. But... Jesus. Yeah. Wow. That Fuck sounds that shit. That sounds productive. You know. And then I, uh, yeah, I moved here. <laughs> and then you were engaged before you got married to another in, person. I like was you engaged were engaged when I first moved here, yeah, like a year after. And I that ne- that never marriage never took. I right? never took, it never took. <laughs> I've always wondered what it's like to be engaged because I've heard I hear this a lot of we're engaged and eh, now we're broken up. What is that breakup like when you're engaged? Well, I gave him back the ring before we broke up. I mean, he was a lot like again, he was 14 years older than me. He had been through a divorce. Yeah. Also the okay, years so he, like you know. when I was that young, like 21, 22, 23 we were together. Like that's a very significant time in anyone's yeah. life. Like that's yeah. a very crucial growing part. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're gonna oh, change yeah. drastically. I feel like that's the, the that's like the, one of the hardest times. Yeah. Yes. You know, I'm 30. Like that's probably like the hardest time. That time right like after crazy. college, because you because you've been in the educational system for so long and you've always had that structure. Then you're basically booted out into the real world. And like, like no what matter do do? what level of education you've had, you are yeah. not fucking prepared. I mean, he was a good. Like I said, he was a good guy. Like he actually did. Chris helped me a lot because he was he made me understand that guys aren't all assholes. They're not all me. Yeah. He was very 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 good to me in that sense um but it just didn't you know we just grow apart especially yeah. with that much that's mm-hmm. i know age doesn't matter but to a degree it does sometimes it does in that, that part young, of your life yeah, yeah man because sure. I, I mean i was a di- when i was 22 i was a different person from when i was 23 from yep. when i was 24 i mean every year in you the change, early 20s is yeah. different you just change in general and yeah. we broke up i gave him back the ring that was hard because we lived together i think living together is worse than a yeah when you yeah. live with somebody that's did he move out or did you move he out? moved out Ugh, it was my, yeah, that's... it was awful. And in I mean, New York City, it's like we stayed living together hard. for like a year too. Ugh. But he started dating another comic. Ooh. Oh god damn! But in a way, I was kind of happy. There was like a okay. relief to it because I was like, because he's moving on. Because he's a good dude. To, yeah, I think that's like the worst thing in the world is like 
when you have to look at somebody and be like, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's worse than being broken up with. I'd rather, you know what I mean? Plus you get to be the victim. <laughs> I don't, yeah. don't want to hurt somebody, you know. Yeah. That's what people say, but I've been, th- I've been on both sides and I don't know. I'm sorry. Getting dumb still Dude, it's, it's, I'm not saying it feels good. I'm not saying it's just the lesser for me. I feel the two evils. Right. Yeah, I'd rather you don't want to feel personally responsible for someone's yeah, pain, man, emotional pain. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I, I got married. <laughs> so, yeah. So then you met. Your your ex husband now ex husband and then you got engaged. What? So how old were you when you got married? Twenty five or twenty six. Okay, I think yeah. And now in your head, did you did you worry that that was too young to get married? No, nah, because like where I'm from, that was right. too old. Right, <laughs> right. I was gonna say from the Midwest, they were just like. When I grew ah. up in, I lived in Virginia for ten years, and a lot of those people that are now married, like yeah. I see it on Facebook, I'm like, wow, they just they graduate college and. They go right to the chapel. Right to it, man. Or else they have a baby first. And why? So it was just kind of ingrained in you? Because I always wondered why I'm so happy I'm 20. Well, now I'm 28. Yeah. And I'm not married. I mean, I also think this day and age, too. I keep saying that for everything. But, like, (laughs) divorce divorce is so, you know, it's it's very acceptable. And not Mm -hmm. that that should be a reason to get married. Right. But, like, and there wasn't, like, the thought in my head, like, oh, we'll probably get divorced. I really didn't think so. Because we were very compatible. We did get along. We grew, you know, together. But Mm -hmm. just, you know push comes to shove at the end of it we just grew too much apart yeah and you guys were also living together before you got married yeah now now for you like is there a certain amount of time that you usually wait before you live because i've never lived with a guy and you seem to have lived with a couple of dudes. yeah you like living with guys so like for you what's the what's what, convenient what's the decision very. like what's the how long do you wait like i'm just very interested in that i i mean i tend I mean, I got you know, I go I go in head first. I don't really, mm-hmm. I don't like to splash my. So like around. months, a couple months. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of ends up like when you start dating somebody too, you're in that honeymoon f- honeymoon phase. Yeah, and like, everything's so just good. Just live with me. In New York, man, it's just more. Con- it's it's sounds kind of shitty, but it's convenient where you're like, that's why you're over here yeah. every night. I'm over there it every is, night. But it's dangerous. Sure. I mean, you know, and sometimes it works out, but sometimes it won't. No, most of the time it doesn't. That's why most <laughs> marriages end in divorce and most people break up. Like, right. It's very, you know, common that it, or likely you're not going to. Yeah. But I, you know, I've been through but a couple of But you move on. You get over it. It sucks. It does suck. The whole moving out process, the breaking up. But it's like, yeah. Now, what, when, before you guys divorced... Was it, had it been building up that yeah, you weren't we getting like, along? Why did you divorce? I don't know anything. Because I remember when I, when we hung out at the comedy festival, I didn't even know you were fucking divorced. Yeah, we were still in I process. just didn't know. So I, I think, I think a big part, uh, a big part of it was he has a very, he's got a very loving, awesome family, but I think they do a little too much for him. And I didn't understand that. Like once we got married, it was mm. kind of like he had never really taken care of anything but himself. Uh, so and it changed that it changes the dynamic when you have another person that comes in where it's like you guys you know you really like have now. to yeah it's kind of like you two are the are the unit mm-hmm. and I don't think he ever really understood that where it'd be very you know again his parents were great but you know if, if money was an issue or something he'd be like we well, could just ask my parents and I'm not like that I'm not right. cool with that like I that's great that we have a support system or a safety net but I don't want you don't want to rely on that's that. like in case of emergency yeah. top glass that's not like oh we can't pay our cable bill so we're gonna call right. mom and right. dad you like, need to figure out another solution you're married yeah. and, and he he's just one of those people too that just kind of got he just kind of you know, glided by with life, and I was kind of found a way to do this or that, which would invoke more that anxiety. Is so fucking frustrating, right? I would have strangled him. So that's I would get more anxious because <laughs> I've never been a money person whatsoever. Right? right. Never, like never. Like I, I've always worked. I've always figured it out. But like when you have somebody who's just so aloof to it, you're like, mm-hmm. you have the ten. And that's times a big that, difference. Yeah. 
So there was that. And then also he got sober, which I, you know, we won't get too into that, but I don't even know why. But I mean, there was that. And I'm, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> everyone's got their own. Everyone's reasons. got their thing. Apparently, you know, he started going to the program then. And I was very anti program at the time because. Uh, wait, no, no, no. Was, was, did he say that he was an alcoholic? Yeah. Okay. He and still does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. And then are you an alcoholic? No. Are you? Did he say think that you were an alcoholic? Yeah, there was that. Like, that's okay, a, that's a that pissed me off. It, yeah, it became like this weird thing because uh, he stopped drinking because he wanted to lose weight initially. Mm-hmm. That's how it all started. And I'm like, fine, I support that. He should have never... done meth. Yeah. Hey, call back. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, <laughs> it worked wonders for me. Obviously, you should be like, hey, this girl told me about this thing. One time, this girl over and she said meth works. And then it went from like six months after that, he was like, well, I, I quit drinking because I want to finish my screenplay. And I was like, what fucking screenplay? play what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> now you stepped on his dreams just i mean i was just kind of like i'm all supportive but like what are you talking about you quit for that and then like a year after that i mean we're stand-up comedians it's not that crazy of a thing but I, 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 i'm married to the man i would have seen this fucking screenplay at one point True. at night justy when you're drinking fine but that wasn't yeah that's when you're out getting drunk <laughs> jesus and then like a year after that i just saw him talking to one of our mutual friends who was in the program and he was like yeah yeah, yeah. i'm thinking about going to meetings because i have a problem i'm like what the fuck are you, Wait, how many of our friends are in this program? <laughs> a lot of people. You'd be very surprised. Well, I know a lot of comics don't drink anymore. Yeah. Some of them go, some um, of them don't. Yeah. But I know, because every time I say, oh, I'm not drinking it, I mean, like, tonight, not forever. Oh, and no, then they're yeah. like, oh, oh I, I knew you had a problem, Corinne. I was like, no, 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 no. I, will, I will drink again. Let me be very clear. I'm like, no, 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 just, like, in three days. <laughs> so it was kind of that, too. That's a lot. That's a lot of, like, th- those issues, too, seem like they would get under my skin. Yeah. And if you can't, did you have a thing where you could talk that out and be like, dude. Well, kind of, because I was like, dude, fuck? you're married to a recovering meth addict because yeah. you drank twice a week. You can't call yourself an alcoholic. That's insulting. You're taking my thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he, I do feel like he, he was searching for something to like, you know, be fucked this up. This is wrong with me. But he is fucked up. Like, he had his own shit. Like, growing up, he was, right. you know, heavier set. He has cerebral palsy. He's got all these fucking... He's got shit. It's <laughs> very it out, clear. <laughs> I love him. We're still friends, which is cool. No, he's a great person, yeah. But it was very, like, there was a he's hard... cerebral palsy? Yeah, so it's a very mild just, case. You can have mild cerebral palsy. Yeah, well, this is you really you really gonna have Christina sleeping easy tonight because she was real. We were we'll we tell a, you off. You, you we know. had a meeting with somebody and they were like talking about a TV show, but a guy was cerebral palsy, and I was like, my mom has cerebral palsy, and the guy was like, she does, and I was like, yeah. It's mild though. People but I realize she has Bell's palsy. Very that's different. Way oh yeah, that's different. not the same thing at all. No, not at not all. Even a little and bit I the same. was so embarrassed. I didn't want to take it back because I didn't want to insult him because this TV show was like based on a true story. And I was like, because I told her I was like, you know, the comedian Josh Blue. I was like, that's an example. Yeah, of and I was like, oh, oh, that's not what my mom's that's, got at and all. And I was like, no offense, but your mom doesn't look. That's you know, crazy. That, I mean, half her face is drooping, but that's it. That's a difference. But so you can't because I was talking to Kurt. I was like, well, maybe you can have mild cerebral. You could have very mild cases. Well, shit. I do. I am going to But I mean, your better. mom still doesn't have. Not at all. Bell's palsy. 100%. I mean, she, maybe she does. You can just pretend like she does. She has everything else. Yeah. So just add that in Very there. mild. Mild cases of everything. Okay. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. That's I mean, a thing. That could... But he just got teased a lot. And there's, you know, Aww. static mybrosis. There's a lot of things. Like he shakes Aww. a lot. Right. Yeah. Okay. Tremors. Yeah. yeah. So, he, I mean, there was things he could have used. You know? Right. You it just doesn't right. seem as hardcore as your stuff, though. And maybe he just felt a little bit less spotlight, well, not spotlight. Less. That's what I, that's got to be hard about dating a comic, though, because 
I know you're not competing for the same things, the same roles, but if you're both stand-ups, man or woman, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. you're, you're at different levels. Well, Were the you... weird thing with it, he was so supportive of me. Mm-hmm. That's great. And I mean, like, I feel like I helped him to some degree, but like... It was always about me. Like, and that's what I, you know, I can't not are be you, the center. You're, yeah, you're needy. I am. I'm like, but you're I'm, very honest about how needy you are. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm I not going to let you walk into this. I'm going to let you, I'm going to lay it all out. <laughs> I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to trick anybody. This is right. how it is. What's your talk like when that guy's like, just, I think I want to date I'm, you? I'm usually like, just watch my set. And then we'll see how you feel after that. <laughs> that is, a, it's a really, it truly is a good, I feel like, do you let people see your set right away, though? Because I always have to get to know people on a personal level, a couple, like at least, like a few, several dates before yeah. I let them see my I set. I feel like they Google me. <laughs> that sounds so egotistical. I was like, clearly. that's in your mind. <laughs> no, but I mean, if, when you like well, somebody. You can, yeah, yeah, no. Like, well, I mean, girls Google guys. Do guys Google girls I think much? they do. I think they do. They have to. Yeah, if you like somebody, they just, just don't quiet about it. it. Yeah. Right? Because they just Caleb keep that. Caleb did. He watched my videos, my boyfriend, my current boyfriend and stuff like that because he worked he's which is almost as bad well because you want to know that you're not about to date um someone who's not funny who's like failing at their dream oh well, oof, that's the worst right yeah, you can't feel like you can't dream. date somebody who's doing something they're a craft I'll date an ex -con. and they're bad at it i'd rather date an ex-con than an alcoholic <laughs> but are you failing at your dream that's nah. what i need to know bye-bye <laughs> i think for female comics bye. too like we'll we only will date guys if we think they're funny. Like, I know male it's so comic annoying. wise. Yeah, or male, a male comic will date a terribly yeah they'll date any person. They don't give a fuck. But guys can fuck anyone. Yeah. Well, it's the same with us when we get off stage. Like I've never been approached after killing nope. on a set. I know. No one. We talk about them in the podcast all the time. No one fucking believes us. No, I know. Sometimes people tweet at us and they're like, "No way." Girl, no, it's women because yeah, women who are Too funny powerful. are more intimidating to a guy. Yeah. Where like our main source of attraction is humor. Right. If a guy's funny, like, Todd Berry gets fucked all the time. And it's not because he's rocking it with his solid look and person. I love Todd Berry. I do too. And I went but on an accidental date with him. An accidental date? And I made Corinne come. She, I cabbed it down to blue ball Todd Barry. Nice. Way Sorry, to go. Todd. Way to go. He's great. I'm just saying, oh, he's great. I'm just saying, yeah. If yeah, you're looking, dude, dude's getting pussy. You're, you're killing on stage. I mean, have I mean, you seen that crowd work Netflix special? It was fucking, fucking great. Fucking good. It was really fucking good. I was aroused. Good. I was too. I was I'm like, aroused. I let you go in between my legs, Todd. I gotta, I gotta be real. You're really funny. Yeah, it's just like, no, but it's unfortunate because like no one's watching Maria Banford like pick her nose on stage and then be like, ooh, <laughs> I got one. Hard. I would eat that. I want tip, some of that. Tip just moved. I yeah. would fuck Maria Bamford in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think I'm most female comics. I'm but. attracted to women who are funny. Yeah, like, men and women who are funny. But like women who are funny, I'm like, oh my god, I will date the shit out of you. Right. <laughs> well, that's why I date. I. I oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I fuck comics because uh, <laughs> because they're they're like the ones who are cool and appreciative of it. Because not only you have to be okay with an intimidating woman. You, I think it's important that you have to be appreciative of what I'm bringing to the table as far as like hey I'm funny this is a thing right but this dating is gonna make your life more entertaining but yeah. dating's different than fucking them yeah well I mean whatever it's the same thing hanging out I don't just like, <laughs> I don't, when I fuck people I talk to them I know that's crazy well, nice you? That's, that's really so nice weird here. yeah I'm like I'm the the prom, I'm like the best fuck buddy which is a it's a problem though like I'll you don't want to be too good you? of a fuck buddy you want to because you want to put up some barriers so that that you that separate being a fuck buddy from a, being a relationship. Fair enough. Yeah, I think it's you what know. are the barriers? It's like you don't hang out too much after you fuck. Yeah, you don't want to be too nice. You don't want to cook the meals. You don't want to purchase the You go the Dutch cab. on the abortion. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Things like go that. Go Dutch on the abortion. Things for like sure. that. You Speaking wanna... of abortion, <laughs> you must have had one, Justin. Yeah, yeah you, told me, you told me you did <laughs> before, right before you got engaged. The week of. The week you got engaged, you had an abortion. Yeah. To wait, the way the engagement JF, to JF. JF? Yeah, okay. James, Jeff. 
were you using what were, what were you using condoms were you birth control uh, I, I, my a lot good pull out. friend a lot uh, pull out. yeah I know a couple friends uh, got pregnant on birth control. Yeah, see? Another shining example of the pull-out method. My my choices haven't been great thus far. What makes you think my method of birth control is going to rock it? The pull-out method. We should stop calling it the pull-out method. It's not a fucking method. method. The pull-out bad move. It's just you having unprotected sex. That's what it is. More people get pregnant on birth control. That's true. It is you having unprotected sex. We're just going to start that. We're not even going to say that anymore on the Guys We Fuck podcast. I I have nothing. I I don't feel ashamed of that whatsoever, though. No, yeah. No, no, no. You shouldn't be ashamed of the abortion. Sure, you should you be feel. very ashamed that you're calling the pull-out method, <laughs> You asked what I did. I was telling you. <laughs> Sometimes we use condoms. You don't do that anymore, do you? Yeah. What? <laughs> you, Are you on B control? No, no birth control. Oh, it fucks with my body. I don't want to get suicidal. Justine. Well, yeah, it made my mom had to get off because she was suicidal. But take well, it easy. Do you? Take it easy. So well, this is one thing, though. That Why do you think I jerk him off and it gets on the cat? I don't like letting him come in me and be like, well, maybe. <laughs> I'm fucking adults who know what they're doing. And get the jizz on the cat, not yeah, in my you uterus. You get one abortion once and no one ever believes that you know how to have sex. It's true. <laughs> he knows, like, yeah, don't cut it close. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about, so but birth control fucks up your mental state. If you have depression, especially, yeah, you're adding my mom, Yeah, and, and when my mom told her doctor that, like, hey, this birth control pill you're giving me makes me psychotic, the doctor looked at her and go and went, no, it doesn't. Go fuck and she was doctor. like, well, she, she's had, that's, that's yeah. what, that's what we were talking about meds earlier, and the doctor's like, well, you shouldn't be having that side effect. Well, yeah, well, I fucking am. Yeah, you right. are because you're adding something into my body and my right. normal chemicals. And I already have chemicals that are oh. all fucked up. Yeah. yeah. That's not and, crazy. And people don't like when I, the few times I've talked about like how birth control made me mentally insane. Yeah. People are like, oh my God, me too. And my doctor, like, I yeah, hear some stories of doctors disputing that. I can't believe the doctors even saying that. My like, gynecologist like, currently, it. when before I went on it, because she, because I had cysts on my ovaries, she's like, you should absolutely go on birth control. I'm like, it makes me insane. And she goes, really? Acted like she's never heard of that in her fucking life. That's I mean, so it's, weird. Dude. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, but yes, I I threaten people on it. I would get a new doctor immediately if that was the case. But you know, the interesting that. thing, like even like OBGYNs aside, my acupuncturist told me that she suggested when I was going through my deep depression with my breakup. That's why I was seeing her, and she suggested going off birth control because it would change the Your type hormone. of man that yeah. I was attracted to, which fucking blew my mind. Yeah. That I had is been, weird, I've been on man. it since I was 18, so I don't even, like, I've never been a sexual person without it. And, like, it doesn't, it did not change my personality or, like, anger or, or depression or anything like that at all. But I was just like, holy That's shit. so weird. I've Maybe read so many. Maybe it changed yeah. the type of person I'm attracted to. Because sure. I have a very specific type, and do I you, never stray from do it. Do you want to change the person, your type of person? Type I mean, crazy birth control, Corinne loves it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, you haven't been in a relationship why change what if it? i rate what if i like like real nerds or something yeah, what if what you if love take skinny guys yeah oh god oh, gross hey but no. you know what non you know no birth control corinne might be okay with that no i right that's true no birth she, control yeah. corinne is gonna be pregnant in nine months i that's mean not <laughs> but, all right i'm not saying i'm not con- or for nine months sorry in one month for nine oh. months <laughs> <laughs> 
Real fast. We're nailing all the facts and the way things happen. This is, might as well call this well, I mean, science could, we've talked about. It could about. be nine months. Yeah, totally. Sure. That's so interesting about... Have you, So you've been on it and you've obviously been... Yeah, like, I've been on everything. Uh, yeah, because it also... I mean, you know, especially growing up on all the meds and in all the psychiatric wards and yeah. diagnosed with everything. It was like, I'm not fucking with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. go out and get pregnant or like... Right. I am well, very careful, like knock on wood. I mean, it's happened once, which right. is pretty good in 29 years. Sorry. Totally. I yeah. mean, there's been yeah. times in my life where I'm like, I cannot believe that I don't have STDs or uh, I never got pregnant. Yeah. Certain times in my life, I'm like, God damn it, Christina, really? You fucking... <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, too. is like, I'm with an adult, so if something happened... He would tell me, and I will go get a plan B. Right, right, you know? right, right. Mm-hmm. I'm not totally. saying you always know, but you kind of, you, you can kind of keep yeah. some track. Well, of it. and that's part of you know the plus side of having sex with someone that you love and trust because you trust them to tell you if there was an accident. Yeah, <laughs> even if, yeah. God, don't ever fuck the person again if they don't tell you and they have an accident. <gasps> oh Jesus God, Christ. yeah, that's bad. Yeah, no, absolutely. So now you are someone who's been you like you seem to like long term relationships, but do you like believe in like the one or like an everlasting love or true love yeah. that kind? Of stuff i don't i don't know i think it's more companionship i think people just i think the main thing is that like we were talking about earlier is people grow grow differently yeah like if you you and that's usually what happens is you're growing together to some degree and then usually someone branches off or goes someone grows faster or to another part or you just change yeah yeah and that's okay yeah that's fine but you want both parties to move on move away part apart from each other and move on yeah the biggest misconception i feel like is when people say any relationship ending is a failure it's like, no, yeah, dude, you made not. you made something last for I don't even care if it was you had six a relationship. months to ten years. That's not a failure. You you that takes work. That's commitment. That's a lot of you know commitment. Whatever. And it's a lot of hard work, right. and it's and you learn about yourself. You, you do. learn what you like and what you don't like, and how can that be bad? That's and that only goes into good. the next relationship to the next relationship yeah. to the next relationship. Totally. You have to take a bunch of like it's like you know school. Right. You totally. learn what you need, what you're good at, your you strong points, it. your bad points, what you don't like, what you do like. That's yeah. just the way it is. Sometimes well, I wish I t- had school, I had the education that I had in like high school now because I'd be so much into all those fucking facts, <laughs> social studies and shit. I got this. I right. Now I just research my, by myself. Yeah, I got a lot of apps, a lot of facts, <laughs> apps. a lot of history. I love They're really history. fun. They're really fun. Well, I think the biggest failure anyway, like a bigger failure than a relationship ending is staying in a relationship exactly. that's not working. Oh, that's, yeah. That's a true failure. And that yeah. like a lifelong failure. And that's denial and, you know, because a lot of times we're lucky mm-hmm. that it is so acceptable nowadays to either get divorced or break up. It's yeah. very common. Because no matter what you think about it, like you can be like, yeah, this is whatever. But then when everybody around you is like, oh, you got divorced. Yes. Yeah. You're well, like, all right, guys, can we not? And I got that a lot, especially because we weren't married that long. We were married for a couple of years. We had been together two before. But yeah. it was like, well, why why should we stay together and hate each other eventually yeah, when why we still care that? about each other now and we know it's not right? Yeah. That's yeah, so that's the end, perfect time to get a divorce. Yeah. yeah, young divorce is it's I think it's just so interesting because meeting young people who are divorced is so much more common now. Yeah. What's dating like divorced? I don't know. I think it, I'm cooler. Yeah, I I'm feel like, like I'm a divorcee. Yeah, <laughs> do you think it, felt, like, it carries like a stigma with it, or like people that you've met like before your current boyfriend? Like, if, did you date other people? Yeah, I mean, I tried. I mean, I kind of went right to him because it was like during our separation, I had met Caleb. Uh huh. I mean, I don't, I don't intend to get into relationships. I'm just awesome. Okay? But you're just a love, you're lovey. You're like a ball of love. I just, am I? Like I'd want to carry you around with me. I'm great because I'll point out all your flaws. I'll try to help you fix them. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's awesome. And I make you think you love me. Uh, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I get very attached to people quickly and that's fine. 
Um, <laughs> I have no problem. I've no like everyone thinks that too. They're like you're a, you're a serial monogam or a serial relationship person. And I'm like no, I'm really. I just it just happens that way. Yeah. Like between when Chris and me had broken up, I was single for like a year. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't and I wasn't intentionally looking for anyone or not looking for anyone. You just you know. I just let it happen if it happens. Yeah. I'm not going to fight it. Do you like the idea of being with one person and having sex with one person for the rest of your life? Or does that scare you? Or how do you, or do you not really care? I don't really think about it in terms like that. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've been through too many now with the divorce and the ending of the relationship where it's like, shit just happens. You can't, yeah. you don't know if it's going to, you, you know, things can drastically change in, in a matter of seconds. Like it just, it's the way the world works. So why sit and dwell on it? right yeah absolutely. i mean it's easier said than done but it's like why sit here and be like what if this it's is the only person yeah and then it takes away no, from the relationship not even about dwelling though but just like in your ideal world would that be something that you were into like would it be presented like should it be because pre- like for me uh. i think it, it totally would be i don't believe that it exists uh. but am i into the concept if it was something that was positive yes i am but sure. like what exists monogamy or like uh liking like one, one person for like, like, your like life. in a in a dream i was thinking about this in the shower, I was like, in a dream world, I would have sex every day, but with the same person. Because I was like thinking, like, oh, I need to get laid more. But uh, it was just having sex every day, but with the same person, and but always enjoying it. It takes work. That though. would be awesome for me. I just I don't, don't think that does exist. I just don't. I'm just not sure if it exists, but I'm like willing to try and find sure. out kind of a thing. I mean, like anything, I think it takes work if you're with one person. Like, because it, it's yeah. everything get, takes. It's going to get boring, yeah. and if you're not right, how do you spice it up? You got to communicate. Like, you know what I mean? If you right. want to try something new, or like, well, have you ever had a point in any of your relationships where it was the sex was getting dull and you wanted to spice it up? That always happens. What? How did you? How do you spice it up? Like, I, I, for me, I'm like, let's have, try sex toy. Let's watch sure. porn. Let's yeah, I'm very open finger like me that. in public. I don't know. I mean, I've never asked to be fingered in public but <laughs> I mean not I, I respect it you do whatever you're gonna I'm do I'm just throwing it out there as a thing that that's gonna spice it up for you but someone some has done the most appealing thing on that list she just listed off <laughs> I was like oh the last one <laughs> nah but like with especially with Caleb like we're very open about stuff like if I don't like something or I want to try something you know mm-hmm. Try it out, whatever. Like, but when you're when the sex would get stale in your like your your marriage or your yeah. last relationship before that, like, would you would you be like, all right, let's do something else, or would you just kind of let the wave pass? Because there James, is waves. There are there are waves. With James, I try to communicate it, but with Chris, I think I was still too young to think that was okay. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Wait, I to like, think that the to, lack, to, the yeah. dullness was well, okay? I thought that was just in general fine because I already had issues. Like I, like you were saying, I just laid there. I was like, oh, someone's yeah. inside of me. This yeah. is supposed to be, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving this. This is what I want, right? Yeah, okay. And then, like, again, as slowly as you get older, too, you learn what you want. You learn what yeah. you like. You're more vocal open. in bed, yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't like something, I have no problem saying that. What's your kinks? Like, what are you, you having kinks? In terms of, I don't know. You like any weird sex shit? Fingered in public? Is that what you're getting? No, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That could be your thing. I, 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 it's, it's not that bad. I like the. I, <laughs> I'm all about the cream pies. No. <laughs> and that's a thing. What a specific. No, one. no. I just my porn. Whatever. I like. That's it. a porn you watch? Yeah. Wait, a cream pies when you squirt it out. It's right? when you. It's no. when they jizz in you and then you like push yeah, it yeah, out yeah. with your. I no, 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 just when they come inside you, calm down. Yeah, yeah but, but, but then but, you push it out. And they always push it out with. Well, I just watch that part. I turn it off. On the cream pies. That's everyone. I just. Come together, pushing your right? lips, and, and just, it looks like a I'm, cream pie. I turn pie. off by that point. I come Justy. when they're both coming. I want to come with the couple. That's no, all I want. Look at us coming with our You watch us. I like. Remember the um the mom that was on Step by Step, and she had that uh little leg. Oh yeah, Susan Summers. I have that. 
Of course really? you do. Thigh um, yeah, master. yeah, thigh master. I own that shit. I feel like that'll make you. You could use it on by. your arms too. Of course really? you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prince, like I got this. Here's another I seminar. Get a thigh master. <laughs> well, because it's good. Because I was like, because I was like, I'm gonna write my screenplay and work out. <laughs> Shout out to JF. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How? What does it take for you to squirt? Come. I gotta come. Right, but <laughs> penis or fingers? Just, like, like I'm just fingers. You I need, I need, I need, I need the hand motion to go with it. I, I've never. Well, yeah, but your your hands on your clit and his or penis his or mine. Yeah, okay. I, I prefer the penis inside. It gets it, you know. Right, right, right. But that's right, taking right. me. I started masturbating really young, and I don't know How if young? that's fourth grade. Whoa, I was, I was younger. <laughs> All right, you win. I didn't know we masturbate off. Right? I was much later. (laughs) Well, I think it almost programmed me to I could like to only be able to orgasm. Yeah, yeah. I hated it by the clit. Yeah, just rubbing the clit all surface. So it's like I've almost had to reprogram my brain. How do you do that? I don't know. You just don't come that way for a while. You just like I never came with just a dick. Like I need right. I need, me I need the yeah, other. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite it? way to come between cunnilingus fingering or uh, insertion? A mixture. I like be. I like him fucking me. <laughs> just everything. One guy doing everything. each of those things. Everyone. <laughs> I like him being inside of me and then also playing with my clit. Right. Usually yeah, pushed good. up against a wall. Mm. Push up against the wall. Do you guys do um, choking? I like choke. I like, like, like choke. I like to choke. That's you're an experienced choker. That you said that. I don't. Yeah. Oh, don't you are. Fucking try to kill me. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, act no. like you want to, but don't really do it. Exactly. Right. That's you the appeal. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people. Anyone who says they don't like it, I don't believe that because there's some there's some type of like that dangerous like excitement for women. I feel like yeah, but Especially, people who have been. I'm surprised actually. You like it being having been in an abusive relationship because in my experience, the people oh, who sure. don't like it are of people who have had something like. Two, it's too close right. to home. Well, I've been through therapy. So, <laughs> so you already worked through it. So it's like you weren't even in an abusive relationship. But it's basically. that, yeah, basically. <laughs> it's That's that dominating clean. thing, though. I like, you know, I like yeah. the back and forth dominating to uh, aggressor to the non-aggressor. Yeah. yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. I want to try wrestling. With what, like mud? No, just like wrestling <laughs> each other and then fucking. I did that once with uh, a guy because he did jujitsu. Boy, was it oh, you fun. meant like real wrestling? I felt like, I was like play wrestling and like or like tickling. Like, yeah, it's well, fun. I, like I was that with play the right wrestling person. because I don't know how to do jujitsu. Like you wanted to kick you in the face? Nah, <laughs> I'm very confused. <laughs> no, but just like push each other, like scuffle. Yeah, and then you just start fucking. That sounds great. Yeah, I like to be yeah dominated. Porn. I watch porn with that. Like they're like kind of wrestly, and then they just push me fucking. down. Yeah, yeah. Do you watch porn a lot? Not as much as I used to. Just not doesn't do it for you. No, when I when I you know when I have the time, like, I'm really selective. It takes it's like an hour. Yeah, yeah, it takes me a while to find something that I, I use really it on like. my phone. You know, I got to get like five Same. things up in case I don't like one of them. Oh, yeah, and so, then sometimes right, right. when you're like holding it up on your phone and yeah. then you accidentally drop your phone on your face all like, the time, so that hurts so fucking, bad. And then I get mad. I'm like, yeah. fuck this. So I try to no one's coming. The pillow to like hold it up, and it's just you know. Why don't you yeah. just use your laptop? No, yeah, I use my laptop because if someone texts me that will would like take would get me like not around. I guess. And then I'm like, I'm like Dad. so mad at that person for no reason, and they're not. It's not their fault. Stop but then I hold that rage. Oh, that I, I got. Well, my mom used to do that about my dad's health conditions mm. one time, and that's why I turned my notifications off because I was like, ain't that that ain't getting it done. Yeah. Well, I used to use my ex husband's phone all the time because you know he was texting to him. watch porn. Yeah, I needed to you know charge. More people were calling me. <laughs> wait, wait, was he watching porn with you, or nah. were you outside the room? No, nah, I was usually next to him in the bed. He slept a lot more sound than I did. You would masturbate next to your sleeping husband? Sure. 
Wow, I didn't even think that could sucks. be done. I masturbated in the car when someone went to get me a sandwich after, <laughs> after we sandwich. made out. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> sandwich is the best part of that. He went to get me a sandwich. And so he, never just, wo- he never woke up. No, and also, why did you do that? Well, because we were in a parking lot. So, oh, and, so, so we, we, we was t- it went in Rome. It was too crowded, so we couldn't actually have sex. And it's hard, uh, It's easier to give. It's easier to get the penis off than the vagina off in a car because the angle is a little weird. And I was just like, well, I'm just going to do this myself. <laughs> then he came back with a diet coke and i was like this is great am i in heaven mm, yeah right after i come i'm like i'm hungry what am i eating I'll, I'll, I'll masturbate even after i have sex even after i come and is that because you're you weren't satisfied or you just keep want to keep going i just want to keep going sometimes sometimes i just want to you know i need to do it to go to sleep it's a guy like your oh, boyfriend now yes. is he like you want me to help her you could yeah you will be like you, you got off though and i'm like yeah i'm just gonna do it again and then like, sometimes he'll pass out and he's just like that's so weird you're like a dude and i'm like yeah i know yeah yeah don't yeah. touch me just let me fucking shut the this. fuck up and let me come. I'm gonna Janet. do it really quick. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Unlike some people in this bed. <laughs> nudge, <Hey-o>. nudge. <laughs> uh, this has been fun, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me on. What uh, What do you want to promote? What, where can we find you on Twitter? Do you have a website? You got any cool dates coming up? We want to see you live. Justy Dodge. Yeah. That, all that. Um, <laughs> What's your Twitter handle? Justy Dodge. Oh, shit. I, know. I am oh, fucking nailing it. How slick is that? And it's spelled just like it sounds. How does it sound? Like Justy Dodge, J U S D Y. Like just the letter Y, y. and then the car. Yeah, <laughs> I always post my stuff on Twitter. If you want to find my dates of my, oh, cool. my comedy cool, cool. shows, awesome. I mean, you know, I, yeah, I don't. Do you have a I, website? I do, but I never put my dates on it. Yeah. All right, so then go to the Twitter. Twitter. That's what I said, guys. You're I'm good. Sweet. Sorry, you're good on Twitter. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very sad and fun on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> I go, do enjoy go. your tweets. And then, and if Jesse's tweets don't get enough likes, she deletes. Them. I'll delete the I, fuck out of those. I do that too. I'm like, <laughs> I thought that was at least ten likes in the first three minutes, dude. If I retweet somebody, it doesn't get enough. I will go back into their fucking feed and find Whoa. another. I get so mad. Wow. I'm, I'm, my my retweets need to be retweeted. So you guys follow her, but I don't know. fuck it up. I remember standing next to you at a comedy club when you were doing that one time, and I was like, wow. Whoa. <laughs> I'll do it to you guys after this. I'll show you how angry I get. I get fucking pissed. Oh, that's amazing. Oh Thank you God. so much for talking to us, Justy. Oh, guys, follow us on Twitter, too. Christina Hutch and Philanthropy Gal. And SRY about last night. Uh, this has been Guys We Fuck the Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast. Happy birthday, Christina! Yeah. Hey, hey, feel so strong like-